Welcome to another short form podcast episode. These episodes are based on the recovery snippets you see in the ANSBY program and on my YouTube channel. Search CFS Unraveled on YouTube to find the channel for more content like this. When chronically ill and seeking recovery, we often engage in many strategies and can be easy to lose focus. So I responded to the question I was asked of what is the most important thing for recovery and I share some of my experience around this in this little snippet. Just a short but important message regarding the content of this podcast. The ideas, concepts and opinions expressed in this recording, website and associated media and products are intended to be used for educational and information purposes only. Nothing presented is intended to replace your physician, nor are they a substitute for medical diagnosis, advice or treatment. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the authors, guests, speakers and publishers are not rendering medical advice of any kind. Chandy asked, what is the most important thing towards healing from MECFS fibromyalgia and POTS? And she said, too many things can be daunting and, and feel like too much effort. Well, I think most of us have been there. I certainly know that I have. So I'm going to share with you what is the most important thing towards healing from MECFS fibromyalgia and POTS and how many people do the exact opposite despite their best intentions. Now, over the last 10 years, I have supported thousands of people seeking recovery from this illness. And when people change this one thing, they often suddenly make their breakthrough. And that one thing is creating a healing environment. Surprised? Do you actually know what that really means? Now, much of what you might have read about a healing environment is only partially right in my view. And it's often focused on the wrong aspect. So a healing environment is really defined as one that has a nurturing effect. And this age-old concept has had numerous scientific papers and the impact of the environment of hospitals and on people's recovery time and their pain uh, has been scientifically measured. And most people hence only look at the physical environment and they're doing things like incorporating elements of nature like rocks, natural materials, plants, maybe an aquarium or a water feature having comfortable furniture, cushions, an environment with the right temperature, having low noise levels, maybe soothing background sounds like a fireplace or water, having soothing calming color schemes. But let's face it, we're not building a nursing home or hospital here, right? We live in our homes and we don't necessarily have the resources to transform our homes into some kind of utopia. So before I go into this whole other often untapped area, 
The first thing to realize is that any changes you make, they don't need to be perfect. In fact, they're often better if you don't do them perfectly. And more about that shortly. The thing to realize is that small changes can actually have a big impact. You know, things like dressing appropriately, being comfortable, um, having something in a space that brings you comfort, like maybe a cushion, a pillow, a blanket, or playing some water in a background music device, uh, using noise cancelling headphones or, or listening to a nice audio track. But it's not just about changing your home. You can change where you spend your time. Can you spend your time at a different place that's more calming and nurturing? Someone else's home or maybe another part of your home? Maybe the garden, the balcony, or maybe you can transform a space into a special nice space. And of course, as you can see from this video, what about spending more time in nature? What else can you do? Now, if you've got some ideas, please share them in the comment below with your ideas and like other people's ideas that you find most interesting. And please just take a quick moment to give us a thumbs up so the algorithm ensures that this video reaches more people and give me some encouragement to do more videos like this. Okay, so back to the healing environment. There's actually a much, much more important way of creating a healing environment than the strategies with your physical space. Just reflect on your experience for a moment. Now, since you were sick, have you found that you were irritated, anxious, uncomfortable or triggered? Did you find sounds, sights, people and other things uncomfortable? And of course, many of the things you might find uncomfortable or triggering or anxiety provoking, things that make you feel physically unwell, many of these things can't be avoided. In fact, some of those things may even be part of your efforts to get well again, right? So how do you deal with all that? We tend to think of most problems in a one-sided way, as solely being the uncomfortable things we are exposed to. But actually, it also has to do with the feelings or how we experience these things. Well, let's face it, life with chronic illness is difficult. Over time, we can lose our way and become more vulnerable. Things that wouldn't have been a big deal when we were well suddenly become a major stressor. Things like the electricity going off, phone service being interrupted, and things that should help us, like an appointment with a healthcare professional or doing some recovery actions like a new diet, a treatment, or something else. Now, changing how you experience these things, the rules in your mind of, of how things should play out, these all affect your internal environment. These all affect your overall healing environment for the same reasons that the external elements affect your ability to heal like in hospitals as discussed. And it's because 
your immune system and other systems are regulated by your autonomic nervous system. I remember during my years of illness how easy it was to get stressed, sad, angry and so on. I have to do this, it's so hard, I don't like doing this. Is that a healing environment? And many times our response is, but I have to, or I have no choice. How else am I going to get better? Let's face it, some things just have to be done, right? Well, sort of. Sometimes that needs some re-evaluation. Look, in the end, it isn't always about what we do, but how we do it. Often you can choose how you engage in things, to what extent you engage in them, and in what time. When you deal in absolutes, it quickly becomes stressful. So, what's the solution to creating a healing environment? Well, the first big steps are ones that you have already just taken. Awareness. If you can see it, you don't have to be it. All right. So simply recognizing all these issues means that you can explore for ways to change your physical environment and your internal environment. This is a huge step forward when most of us are all caught up in dealing with the problems and tasks we face. Another step you can take is to find a more flexible approach to whatever takes you away from experiencing a calm, nurturing, healing environment. Now, even if you're uncertain what impacts this would have on your physical well-being, I think you'll quickly agree that, at a minimum, it'll help you to cope better with the difficulties associated around chronic illness. Now, in a moment, I'm going to point out one more resource for you. But first I want to point out that there is another video with more ideas on how to reduce the discomfort, stress or upset we experience when seeking recovery with new, sometimes multiple recovery strategies that we try. Many of us get into that spot where it just all feels too much. So make sure you check that video out, subscribe and click the notification button so you don't miss out. Uh, once it's out, I'll link it in the description below or just come and visit me on YouTube. So, that other resource. Well, I would encourage you to check out a particular recovery interview that I found very interesting. Katie shared with me some years ago about how she changed how she approached her MECFS recovery to create a healing environment. Now, people think that rest is laying down. If that was true, I would have rested most of the years that I was chronically ill, which wasn't the case. Now, Katie shares that it wasn't so much about what she did, but how she thought about it to transform her experience. So check out the link below and come visit the website and you can also check out some of the other recovery resources. Remember that whilst there may not be this one single thing that will magically cure you, there are many, many tiny steps that can help you move in the right direction. Little steps. Until next time, remember, 
Make every choice your best choice. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. We hope you felt supported by it. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us via cfsunravel.com and make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to it. And you can leave a comment and a four or five star review if you feel so inclined. If you want to make sure you get your free copy of Discover Hope and get notified about all new recovery resources and interviews, including recovery interviews, subscribe to us via the website. Check out some of our other podcasts. I hope you'll join us again soon.